to recognize and for all of us to recognize before we go into this whole service today of healing. Because we have been taking hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. And our counter, our counter has not been what it should be. You don't ever let your oppressor tell you how to counter. I'm getting somewhere now. Yeah, and I haven't started the service yet. This, this, is, a, this is free. This is to set up everything. I got to set the stage for what's getting ready to happen. For your healing to take place. To move the dross from your eyes and your ears. So that you can receive. Because many of us now have been under attack for so long. We have been around the negative for so long. We have experienced disappointment for so long. We have been discouraged for so long. We have, we have been unloved for so long. Rejected for so long. Dejected for so long. That when it's time to receive what God has for us, we're not even able to receive it. We're not able to receive it because we've been dealing with the negative so long it has become akin to us. Can I move like I feel today? And so now the handwriting is on the wall because we are in a state of emergency. The hour has come. The old folks used to say we're in the last hour. It's almost midnight. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's important that it's raining today. It's good that it's raining today. Because you need rain. Number one, it puts out fires. And all of you got a fire in your life that needs to be put out. But then the water does something else because it also helps things to grow. And all of you in here, including myself, we need some stuff to grow. We need our faith to grow. We need our joy to grow. We need our peace to grow. We need our happiness to grow. And we need our money to grow. Well, then let's understand first what we're dealing with. Because as we get happy, we want deliverance to take place while we get happy. We can no longer get happy through just mental stimulation or emotional simulation. We can't be emotional on the basis of just being emotional. But we, may be, we have to be emotional because we know a change has come. I have to know a change has come. And then I have to do something that black people must do all over this world as well as Christians. I must not become a part any longer or take part any longer in my own destruction. That's right. That's right. 
I have to know that as I'm shouting this morning, as I'm agreeing this morning, I have to know that why I'm shouting, the biggest reason I'm shouting is because I've, ex I've, I've subtracted myself from participating in my own destruction. Oh, y'all don't want no word. Black people are the only people that participate in their own destruction. So if you do it as a black person, you know you're doing it as a black Christian. We're participating in our own hell. And then we cry in the midst of the flame. But it's raining outside. And God came to put the fire out. We have to understand that along the way we've lost some things. I'm moving on now. Where is our passion? Where is our joy? See, you won't win this fight going through the motions. So we got to get you some smelling sauce. And we got to throw water on your face. So then we got we to gotta hit you a little bit. I wish I had a witness. We got to tap you a little bit to bring you back to the reality of what is. Jesus said it in his word, Deacon. He said in the last days, he said they would adhere to teachers with itching ears. Reason we lost our fire is because we've been playing church. We've been playing with God and we've supported those individuals who are not God's men, but hirelings. Those individuals who just want to tell you what you want to hear. Those individuals that's not willing to get dirty and say, straighten up, get right, get organized. I'm not talking about somebody being in your life. I'm talking about somebody giving you the word of God unadulterated. Somebody telling you we have to be one. We have to work together. We have to pray like God told us to pray. We have to be like God told us to be. We have to do what the words say. We have to love what God loves and hate what God hates. I wish I had a witness. That's why Jesus said if you love the world, you cannot love me. I wish I had somebody in here. He said if you love the world, you could not love me. But now look at us. Look at us. This, ain't the, this, this, this right here has got to be a moment of healing. Right here, right now. Because you've been so traumatized. You suffer. You suffer. We suffer from post-traumatic stress syndrome. Stressed out always under the gun we've been lied to we've been manipulated we've been tricked and we've been fooled and God in his mercy and his grace he, he allows people like myself to stand on a podium to say even though the enemy has come against you Lord I am with you always even until the end of the world. And he says that because he wants you to know that no matter what the enemy brings on you and has brought on you, there's still hope as long as he's involved. 
Why do you think the world is working overtime to move God out? Because when I move him out, I move hope out. When I move him out, I move the only opportunity we have in order to overcome the wiles of the enemy. But even if they move God out of the schools and even if they move God out of the courtrooms and even if they move God out of the institutions that are here from the government and other organizations, they can't move God out of your heart. They can't move God out of your mind. Oh, you can move him out of that, but you can't move him out of my heart. And what you got to do, you cannot allow the issues of life to overtake you so much, to consume you so much that you begin to take God out of your own life and become your own enemy. You got to stand up and be what God called you to be. We've gotten so infected that now we're allowing them to use us. Y'all don't want any word. The worst thing your enemy can do, and the one thing that racism or white racist supremacy has done, along that's natural. And then what Satan has done spiritually. Y'all ready for this? I said, Are you ready for this? You want the answer? Let me give you the answer. The thing those two institutions have done, the worst thing or the greatest thing they've done is to make you feel you can't beat them. When your enemy, see, a bully, his greatest asset his greatest asset is to make you feel you can't beat me. When he got you in the mind state that you can't win, you've already lost. And even though you swing, and even though you may stand there, you will lack the confidence. And your punches won't have any power. Because your mind has already said, I can't win. I wish I had somebody. I wish I had somebody to walk with me through this. I'm going to say it again. Maybe it's going to get through after a while. Because I know you're dealing with some stuff. But you have to understand, the greatest thing that racism has done to us, and the greatest thing that Satan has done to those who are believers, is to make you feel I can't, you can't beat them. Like people all over the world going through motions because they feel we can't win. We don't mobilize. We don't get together. I'm, I'm going to go deep in that right now. This is not the time, but God is moving right now. God is moving right now. Because one can't go without the other. You don't hear what I'm saying. Can't have one without the other. Because you are what you are. When you feel like you can't win, your prayers are weak. Your shout is weak. Yeah, you're going through the motion, but it has no power. Because the enemy has made you feel like no matter what you do, you're still going to be broke. You're still going to be poor. 
you're still not going to have a good relationship. You ain't going to never find a good man. You're never going to find a good woman. You're never going to have a really good job. Oh, you wish, but you don't believe. Because if you believe, I'm going to take a page from Marcus Garvey. He said the proof of the pudding is in the taste. He said, because if I believe, then I'm going to take something uh, and go to James when he said, listen to me here. He said, you can tell I got faith by my actions. My works will show that I believe what I say I believe. So if I believe I can win this thing, then I should be acting like somebody that's a winner that just hadn't crossed the finish line yet. Oh, y'all don't want no word. That means I'm going to cross the finish line, but I just ain't crossed it yet. But I still walk with a swagger. I still walk with my head held high. I still take care of my body. I still treat my mind right because I know one day I'm going to cross that finish line. You may have it up on me right now, but hold on. Jesus said the same thing. He said, you can destroy this temple. He said, but in three days, I'm here to tell you, God today is raising up some new temples. Y'all don't want no word. I said, y'all don't want any word today. He said, you can destroy this temple, but in three days, he said, it's going to be raised up again. He said, and when it's raised up, he said, it's going to be raised up better than it was before it went down. See, you've been down, but it's time for you to be raised up. You've been down, but it's time for you to get on up now and be the new temple that God called you to be. Oh, I wish I had some witnesses. I wish I had some witnesses. I wish I had some witnesses. This doesn't come by design. Because the first thing you and I got to do is realize that with God, all things are possible. Hold it, 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 hold it. But in the midst of that, be careful that you ain't push God out. See, subconsciously, inadvertently, we push God out. Because we are practicing. We are practicing the degenerate behaviors that go along with Satan's behavior and not those that go along with God's behavior. What consciousness are we feeding? Uh-oh, I'm walking heaven now. What are we stimulating? Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. You have to fight. When I say fight the good fight of faith, you always think in your mind we're talking about an outside entity. But the greatest enemy we fight is your own self. Your own character. Your own discipline. Your own faith. Your own power. Your own tiredness. You're fighting your own mind. You don't hear what I'm saying. You have to fight to keep your mind in order. You have to move past tiredness and laziness and slothfulness and you have to move past it. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying to you. You have to resist the devil. When we say devil, you're always thinking on the outside. 
But when we say devil, it's that spirit that tells you, you don't have to read right now. It's that spirit that make you fall asleep when you come to the house of God. It's that spirit that won't let you lift your hands up when you know the spirit is saying, lift your hands up. It's that spirit that says, hold on to what little you got because he ain't talking about nothing. You need to be reasonable. Be wise. This is real talk. See, that's a spirit you got to fight. That spirit that makes you want to gossip. The spirit that makes you want to tear down somebody. That spirit that makes you want to hate. That spirit that makes you want to discredit. That spirit that makes you suspicious. That spirit that makes you disloyal. See, that's the fight you got to fight. You always think it is some spirit in the sky. It's you. Look at your neighbor and say, it's me. Lord have mercy. I'm going to reiterate this. Every black person, and it's by design. I'm not casting asperges on you, but I want to wake you up because there's healing time. But right now, I can't just give a prognosis. I got to do a diagnosis. So I, we must diagnose the problem sufficiently and effectively before we be able to give the sufficient medicine to heal what's going on in our life. Therefore, I must deal with the realities of what's going on within us. Consciously, subconsciously, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Black people got a PhD in haterism. We finna break, look at your neighbor and say, we finna break all this today. We're the only people that when some, one of us start trying to do something, instead of there being an exercise in support, the first thing we do is to start pulling them down. Who do they think they are? What they can't do? What made them want to do that? Who they think they are? We got a PhD in haterism. Because we've been trained to hate ourselves. And every time one of us stands up to do something, because we have something that I call, y'all ready for this? A spirit called a paralyzing suspicion. Paralyzing suspicion is that we're so suspicious of one another, which is rooted in distrust. That no, when one of us does anything in the positive, we immediately look to evaluate their fault. What's wrong with them? What's deficient about them? They couldn't be that good. We're the only people in the world that's got a PhD in haterism. And if there is nothing to be suspicious of, because we have such an intense Spirit of suspicion will create something. I told you there's something called demand expectation. When you can, you have the power, and the world called it ESP, and they called it spiritually, they gave it all kind of names. But see, we are spirits. So the Bible says you can think a thing and bring it to pass. See, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the power of your spirit realm. You can affect history with your thoughts, 
whether it be positive or whether it be negative. And if you got 50 people thinking negative about something, it's doomed to fail because guess what? You just cast failure on it. Something about the collective being in agreement, believing they can do something, trusting that they can do it against all odds. That's why God taught us to be unified. He told you you're one body fitly joined together. He said where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst. Y'all don't want any word. Come on, somebody talk back to me. He said I'm there I am. In he said when two touch and agree on anything, God was never about the individual. He was all about the collective. Y'all don't want any word. I'm going to say that again. God was all about the collective. He never meant for you to be so independent. But the problem with black folks and Christians alike is that we are a nation within our own selves. Y'all don't want no word. Each person is so individualized that we have our own thought, our own agenda, our own this, our own that. So when I'm a nation within myself, and don't get me wrong, we all have our own separate personalities, but it should be an extension of something greater. Every other culture Every other culture, whether it be Latino, Asians, Jews, uh, Anglo-Saxons, white people, it doesn't matter who they are. Every person that's a part of that culture, even though they have their own individual mission, it still never is totally separated from the collective mission of their race. But black people, y'all don't want no word. And I have to deal with it because you're a Christian, right? And if your mind is sick in the natural, your mind going to be sick in the spiritual. And what we have done, we have used church and we've used spirituality just to gloss over a lot of mess and a lot of pain. But still the pain is still there. The dysfunctionality is still there. The sickness is still there. And what we have done is shouted over it. Y'all don't want no word. You tied it over it. You preached over it, but you never dealt with it. And that's why there's no progress because you ain't really dealt with the root of the problem. You're just shouting over something and now it's all stinking to high heaven and the, and the cover is being removed and now we're being exposed for what who we are. Yeah. 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 We're independent of ourselves. Not collective. In the home, in the church, everybody is their own nation within themselves. And when a person is their own nation within themselves, automatically you become a competitor. Lord, have mercy. Autom Let me say that again. Automatically, the person that looks like you becomes a competitor because they do not fit into your agenda because you selfish this, this, is, this is the book this is in the book we selfish 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 we think about us and one of the things that, that I'm fearing for right now is that and I'm from the educated class so-called educated class, but the educated class elitist African-American people, so-called African-American people are the most self-centered. 
selfish individuals you'd ever want to see. Stuck up. All they think about, my God, is their own self. You're not going to win a war and all you think about is what you can benefit out of something. You're not going to win a war when you're not willing to work with the person next to you. You're not going to win a war when you got your own personal agenda above the collective agenda. You can't win a war that way. The Bible said a little slumber, a little sleep. He said a little too much. He said, and all of a sudden, poverty will overtake you. God, don't fool with me this morning because I'm here to heal. Look at your neighbor and say, it's time to be healed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your, your tantrums ain't going to help you. See, let me say something. Let me, let me digress. See, we get in our little feelings too much. We're, we're all in our feelings. See, I'm the kind of person I can argue and then smile with you in another minute. Because life's too short for me to sit here and be angry. Satan love, but Satan love to get us into grudges. Hold on to stuff. Now, some of y'all holding on to something right now you need to let go of. I wish I had a witness. In corporate America, they used to say we gotta, we gotta agree to disagree. But the program gotta go on. Relationships have stopped. Let, 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 me, let me go to my basketball day. You had two of the greatest players in history who could have won multiple championships. But because they had petty differences. Now that brings me to Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey said the death of this race will be petty differences. Little petty differences destroy us because we're petty. Now, what kills me, can I, can I talk like I feel? What kills me is we won't hate our oppressor. No. We'll smile at our boss on the job. We'll forgive those who raped you, who pillaged you, who stole you. Oh, you forgive him. You work overtime to rub shoulders and live in neighborhoods with people that don't like you. No, 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 no. Let me let me make it plain. Because this is a Christian preacher. Because a lot of times they say we're unconscious and we don't know. But here's a Christian black preacher. And I don't disown my Christianity because it ain't no white man's religion. <laughs> I know who I serve. See, I called on it. Didn't nobody brainwash me. I was on my knees and called on him. And when I called on him, he came to see about me. I, no, no, let me testify for just a moment. See, this wasn't nothing somebody brainwashed me with because when I was down to my lowest dime, when I was staying in a place that was unsafe at night, y'all don't want no word. When I was in the church, staying up in the church, y'all don't want to, that's a dangerous place to be. Anybody could have broke in, tried to do anything to me, but God kept me for almost two years. They didn't even break into my car. That's the power of God. When I was in trouble in many situations, I didn't know how I was going to come out. But I lifted up a prayer. And I called on Jesus. I was very specific when I did it. And he came to hear about me. He came to see about me. So I know where my help comes from. Y'all don't want no word. Now I digress. You can hate your 
You can, you can love your enemies, but you can't love yourself. How is it that we can forgive those who have caused us the greatest pain, but we can't forgive each other right here in this building? Y'all don't want to work. How can you overlook political leaders who have done you no good, who have lied to your face, but yet you still can lift them up? But then you want to tear down the very person who's praying for you, who's counseling you, who's speaking life to you. You're a traitor to your race and a traitor to your religion.